Hi my happy enders and now I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to go through all of the sponsors and if anybody does want to sponsor us um, please get a hold of us on either social media or email me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Um, also if you could like, subscribe, comment on iTunes that would really help us get us up there. Um, so our sponsors right now are Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron is an amazing service where they actually go grocery shopping for you, send you the recipe and the food all you have to do is cook and take the credit for it blueapron.com i use i love it uh, they're so simple and the recipes are really cool so it almost makes you feel a little fancy but if you go to blueapron.com slash happy endings which is b-l-u-e-a-p-r-o-n dot c-o-m slash h-a-p-p-y-e-n-d-i-n-g-s you get 30% off your first box uh, next we have famous smoke shop famous smoke shop is a cigar shop not a, another well, not those type of smokes but um, famous smoke shop it was nice enough to give us two promo codes so if you use hot 20 which is HOT20, you get $20 off your purchase of $145 or more. Or HOT10, which is HOT10, you get $10 off your purchase of $85 or more. Then we have Handy App. Handy App is an, it's such a cool app because it's you can get anything from it. So if you need somebody to clean your pool, clean your house, if you need somebody to patch a wall, help fix something, it's a handyman. It's like the old school guy where, you know, maybe the milkman will start showing up again too. Um, but Handy App, if you use promo code APPSAVE30, which is A-P-P-S-A-V-E-3-0, you get 30% off your first booking. And then Shoe Dazzle, I love shoes. Shoes are my thing. Shoes are my jam. So Shoe Dazzle, what you do is you take a quiz, and then they send you a shoe every month. So And you can pause it if you need to, which I don't understand why you'd want to pause getting shoes. But if you use promo code Happy Shoes, which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S, you get $10 off your first, or $10, your first box will be $10. Like, how cool is that? And then Dollar Days, Dollar Days is a bulk website. I really, really suggest you go look at this website because you're going to find stuff you didn't know you needed. And you can get shampoo, conditioner, you can just get bulk stuff. It is amazing. And if you go to dollardays.com and use promo code HAPPYENDINGS20, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I- NGS20, you get $20 off a purchase of $200 or more, or Happy Ending Ship, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P, you get a flat fee of shipping for $9.95. Now, these episodes... I'm actually, I've had these recorded for quite some time. These are open micers and friends and people who are really about to break into the business that helped me start this podcast. So these questions, the interviews are pretty shaky. There's sometimes I don't really know what to do. This is me growing in to the podcast and I feel like the podcast is still growing. So these are really fun episodes. I mean, like I try to make all my episodes very organic, but I hope you enjoy these and you can always contact us on social media, email gmail.joyshappyendings at gmail.com and I hope you enjoy. Kids are like, Mom, your feet are gross. I'm like, yeah, so are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How old are they? 17, 12, and 7. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Boys, right? All boys. That's a lot. All dirty little boys. Have you seen Bridesmaids? Yes. Do you identify with that? You know what? I, I wasn't a big fan of that movie. Really? It was. I'm, I'm very awkward, and I have... Um, so anything that's very, like, cringeworthy... Mm, yeah, it's pretty cringeworthy. I can't handle, because... I start cringing and I'm like, ooh. Mm. 
I was ju- that's so funny that you mentioned it. I was just talking to a patient today about Bridesmaids, and we, he was like, well, what kind of movies do you like? And um, he's like, what comedies? And I'm like, the old school comedies, like The Great Outdoors, and Uncle Buck, and Tommy Boy, and all the fun ones. <laughs> the ones where I'm not cringing the whole time. Did you like Borat? Borat was okay. I just also not a big fan of, like, ignorance, and those yeah. frat boys kind of killed me. Oh, my God. Well, I... I hadn't seen it in a really long time, and for some reason, I don't know why, yesterday I was like, I really need to watch Borat today. Like, it's just calling to me. Uh-huh. And I forgot how great it is, but also how many awful human beings he gets on it, like those guys. It's sad. It's really terrible. Okay, so on the table, I have Veronica. I'm going to butcher your last name, <laughs> so I'm not even going to try. What's your last name? Kekowski. Kekowski. Okay, on the table today, and I don't do episodes because I don't know when I release them. Get undressed, get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat No, I promise this is not a dream It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen And have you had massages before? I have. I used to go to this, like, Thai massage place by oh. my... So you like pressure, right? Yeah, like, fuck me up. My shoulders are a mess. Your shoulders are a mess. <laughs> I just barely touch you. Yeah, it's okay. just popping. I don't know what I do. I think it's because I sit at a desk all day. They're just fucked up. Right. Oh my gosh, you have marbles. Really? Uh-huh. Okay, well, at yeah. least you're going to so, be yeah. interested. I'm, thank you. I really need this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I like to start off with just basic information like what Uh do you do to relax um i'm a big fan of just like drinking a glass of wine and you know watching tv or reading a book or going to the pool what kind of wine i like red wine i like a malbec and that's about my knowledge of wine okay i don't drink wine i oh really and it's funny because everybody's like oh you have to you know develop a palate and i'm Uh like why when i can just drink vodka and i know i like hey fair Right? I don't understand. Like, I feel like wine people need to chill the fuck out. Like, I went wine tasting once, and the woman was explaining that I guess when it says, like, you know how, like, a wine bottle will say, like, oh, hints of blackberry and vanilla, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. It's not actually made with those. It's, like, how your palate interprets it. And she was like, so you could taste cherry, and your friend could taste blackberry. And I was like, this is all stupid. You're just like, like a drunk. I want to taste alcohol. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> I want to taste relaxation. And what kind of shows do you watch? Um, I love a good murder show or like a British crime show. Um, and then I like, you know, just like a good sitcom. Like I love like Parks and Rec. I'm rewatching that right now. My favorite show is Arrested Development. Okay. Um, it's like, oh my God, I am so fucked up. No, it's sad. These people are like, what kind of TV shows do you watch? And I'm like, anything with SpongeBob. Oh, I fucking love SpongeBob. <laughs> oh my God. It's my favorite. I watch it. It's so good when you're hungover. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> What's your favorite SpongeBob episode? Okay, my favorite, that's so sad, but I know this off the top of my head. It's the enhance, the word enhancers. Okay. It's my, remind me of that one. Okay, so SpongeBob learns how to cuss. Oh my God. And they're called word enhancers. Uh huh. But instead of saying the word, it turns into a dolphin sound. Oh, so he's like, one. happy ant day. Oh, wait, I do remember this one. <laughs> That show's so genius. And it made me laugh so hard. And then there's another one where SpongeBob gets um, a seahorse. Okay. And um, Mr. Krabs makes him take the seahorse outside. Oh, I remember that one too. And then um, Patrick's like, oh, it's a ride. Yeah. And he's like, where do you stick the quarter? And then you see the 
Hubert's eyes get really big. That show's so good. And I'm like, oh, I know where he just stepped that corner. Well, it's so funny re-watching it as, like, not a child. Yes. I was, I've was. i been watching it recently, and there was one line, and Mr. I forget what... Oh, that feels so good. Um, but Mr. Krebs said something along... Because I think Pearl was, like, going on a date, and he's like, make sure you bring condiments. And I was just like, oh, this is genius. <laughs> <laughs> it is. They say some things that it's I'll so laugh at. Good. And then Brody, my seven-year-old, he his favorite thing is... That went over my head. Yeah, that's cute. Just let it go over your head. I love the chocolate episode when they're selling chocolate door to door, and there's that old lady, and she's basically like a spy in a wheelchair. Chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I get you. Now, what kind of books do you read? Um, I. I was in a weird phase of being really into historical fiction. Right now, I'm back on the. Mur- I just like a lot of murder stuff. Apparently, um, I'm reading *I'll Be Gone in the Dark*. Oh, what's that about? Um, it's about the Golden State Killer, and it's written by Michelle McNamara, who I think passed away somewhat recently. Patton Oswalt. Yeah, okay, so like yeah. it's like the book she was working on, and then they finish it, and then they caught the Golden State Killer also recently. So it's interesting to read it knowing what we know now. Uh huh. Um, it's just really well written, and it's just like I mean, it's just a crazy story. But I, it's scary, so I can't read it at night. So it's been taking me forever to finish because I can only read it basically on like Saturdays from you know one to three p.m. Do you live alone? I do. Yeah. So I'm just in a constant fear that I'm about to get murdered. Aww. My mother-in-law one time she read Helter Skelter. Oh hell no. And um, John read it too, and he would be like, "Hey Joy, let me tell." And I'm like, "I don't want to know." Yeah. Like please stop. And then every once in a while we'll be driving somewhere, and he's like, "Oh." And I'm like, no, I don't want to hear about Manson. Mm -mm. Thank you. But um, his mom, when she read it at night, she would put it in the trunk of her car because she didn't want it in her house as she was sleeping. I get that, though. I kind of get that, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I check under the bed, in the closet. I'm like, you never know. I was the same way when I lived by myself. I lived in Texas in a duplex by myself for a while. And it was just me, my basset hound, and my chinchilla. (laughs) And, yeah, I would walk. And I'd also get off work at 2 in the morning. Oh, no, that's scary. Because I worked at AT AT&T Wireless, and Uh it was like a 24-hour call center. Oh, my God. And I'd get home, and, yeah, I'd walk in, grab my basset hound. Like, she was going to do anything. And we'd walk through the house. Yeah, I feel like a dog helps. I had a, speaking of AT&T and living alone, the scariest thing happened. I had the AT&T guy over to, like, install service or whatever. And so he comes over, and I'm already wary, because, like, again, it's like, I live alone, and, you know, hey. But and you're, like, the size of a toddler. Right, I'm, like, waiting to be, just asking to be killed. And so <laughs> this guy comes over, and he, like, looks around, and he's like, okay, you know, I need to go down into your garage, like, where your, whatever, like, phone box is. Stuff I was like, I don't know what this means, but fine. Do what you've got to do. So he's like, okay, I'm, I'll go down to the garage, and I'll be up in, like, ten more minutes, and we'll get started. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm in my apartment, and this guy's here, and then I get a call I'm like, okay, who's calling me? This is weird. And I answer, and it's this guy, and he's like, uh, hi, Veronica, this is Brett with AT&T. I'm on my way to your apartment to, like, install your service. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. My heart, like, I thought I was going to throw up. I got so scared. I closed the door, locked it, grabbed a knife, went into my room, because I was like, who the fuck is this person in my house? Like, uh-huh. he's about to slaughter me. And, like, you know, I didn't tell anyone there was someone coming over, because why would I? But now I'm about to get murdered. Uh-huh. This AT&T guy, not only will he murder me, he will see my vision board. And that's so embarrassing. I cannot live with this. <laughs> so I'm just, like, freaking out. And I'm like, uh, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm on my way. Like, you know, be there in 10. I was like, uh, there's somebody here? And he goes there shouldn't be and I was like there is someone here so I'm so terrified it was so scary and then he kind of was like oh one moment 
and then he looks at something and he says to me, he goes, oh ma'am, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it looks like there already was a technician. I, I do apologize for the inconvenience. I was like, the inconvenience, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> You're like, I have to go change my pants now. I know, it was so bad. And I was like, I should probably unlock the door and let this guy come back. But <laughs> it was just so, I don't, you know, I don't know many men that if they lived alone would have that experience. But my, and because I read and watch so much murder content, the first place my mind went was like, this is it. This is how we go. Well, not even that. And you're just a cognizant female. Right. It was just like, so scary. Okay, I'm buying you a baseball bat next time Please. you Please. I've thought, I tried to get bear spray, but they won't, uh, it's hard to get in California. So I have, I have some knives and pepper spray, but a bat. Some knives. Well, I had, okay, when I went to Fresno State, uh-huh. um, there was a raper going around. Nope. And this raper, so, okay, I would go to school and my first class was at like seven in the morning. Ooh. So when I got there, of course, there's no parking. So I'm parked in like BFE of Fresno. Uh-huh. And then um, at, I had a really late class and it was the only time I could get this class and it ended at 10. Oh, no. So by the time I'm walking, it, the parking lot's empty now yeah. because there's no classes. And so they're like, oh, make sure you walk together. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why? So he can pick yeah, which he one he wants to rape. He's like, oh, they go in a pack. <laughs> and so I like they were calling the school or they were calling everybody. And then my dad found out like this raper dude was going on. Mm-hmm. And they bought me a stun gun or oh a taser. God. Oh, hell yeah. And so I have this taser. And, you know, because my parents are like, you could get raped. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm cute, too. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> and then one night, none of, the sad thing is none of this is exaggerated. Uh-huh. So I'm walking, and it's pitch black, and I'm walking to my car. It's just me and somebody's following me. No. And I'm like, okay, okay, my mom no, thinks no, I'm no, rapeable. No, no. Like, maybe I am. So I walk a little faster, and they start walking faster. Fuck that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to die at Fresno State. Yeah, yeah. I have good grades, damn it. So I reach in my purse, but I had one of those like macrame purses that stretched everything. Oh, yes, I totally have one of those. So I reached in, hit the button, <gasps> tased the hell out of myself. No, you did not. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. So hard. What, ha- what happened with the person? I'm so scared for you. What? <laughs> so I come to, I, I like start going down to my knees. How much did it hurt? It, it hurt so bad. Fuck so bad but then I come like two and I was like kind of shaking it off and Uh all I hear is somebody running as fast (gasps) as they can the opposite way it was him I I don't know oh my god I have chills I'm so the I can sell your chills that's so awful can you walk me in my car after this (laughs) yes I can whoa dude right that's scary but i saved myself you did i'm glad you tased your I'm arm glad oh, i yeah. tased myself too but he probably I, saw that he's like i don't want to get that that he's like because i pro- i know i shook and i know i made some probably crazy ass sounds because yeah like, oh, oh. <laughs> wow you holy shit but then i was like I do this kind of as a bit. I'm like, you know, that probably saved us some embarrassment because I had a pretty nice body back in college. So he was behind me. He had no idea what face he was coming up on. Like, how embarrassing would that be if he would have been all, oh, um, do you have the time? No, my time. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. You were going to rape me. I know what you were. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you never. (laughs) So I saved us both some embarrassment. Oh, my God. That's so scary. And then my mom, she was like, we should get you a rape whistle. What the hell do those do? I know. I was like, Mom, I was blowing that rape whistle for 20 minutes. Not one person came to rape me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I tried, Mom. (laughs) 
That's funny. They're like my hacky jokes. That's a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Alice is like, have you ever done that one on stage? I'm like, it's kind of hacky. She's like, it's hacky funny though. I'm like, okay. I think the best compliment I ever got on a joke was, that was one of the stupidest jokes I've ever heard, but I loved it. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Sometimes the hacky jokes are great. Girl, thank you. I'm taking that and putting it in my pocket. Yeah. And take it out and read it every once in a while. Exactly. No, I, lo- I love a good hacky joke when it's done well. I agree. And I'm a mom, too. So I've got, like, the mom jokes all the time. You have one joke that kills me. About- it's, like, something about being in, like, a sea of dicks. Oh, I can't. Yeah. It's just, it's so funny to me. I can't really <laughs> say that. Surrounded by a bunch of penises. Yeah. And it was a make-a-wish gone wrong. Yes. <laughs> not what I ordered. <laughs> Tried. It was wrong. Oh, I can't imagine. This feels so good, by the way. You need this. Um, like, you were on... When you got on Fun Kill Tony, I was totally checking your posture out because was I'm Was it weird. bad? It's not bad, but you can tell you hunch in on yourself a lot. Oh, no. Like, I don't know if, like, you have anxiety... I was so nervous. Like, I hadn't been that nervous in a while. And then as soon as I got up there, I I was like, I'm going to shit my pants. Well, it was freaking Russell Peters, too. Yeah, that was... It was honestly terrifying. It was, yeah. But I hunch. Interesting. I should. I need to stop doing that. And you can, like, I keep wanting to just, like, pull you. Did I hurt you? No, no. Okay. I feel like I need to get one of those things that, like, pulls your backpack for when you're sitting yes. all day. Because yeah, if you, I don't know if you can feel it, mm-hmm. but your right shoulder's way down and then your left is raised. Like, my hands what are not hell? even. Which is fine. I'll get them to relax. Yeah, but... fix me, please. <laughs> Do you ever foam roll? No. Foam roller was probably going to help you. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. I should get one. Yeah, and it's, you know, simple. And also, yeah. um, it's going to hurt like a bitch. You can call me and cuss me out while you're doing it. You uh-huh. would not be the first person to do that. Um, lacrosse balls. Oh. You get a lacrosse ball and you lay on it. And That's you just gnarly. It hurts. Yeah. Because when I work out with my niece, we do it. And, mm-hmm. like, you find that spot and it almost takes your breath away. You do the... Yeah, like, fuck. Um... But if you lean on that, it's almost just like what I'm doing. I'm hitting these spots and I'm just pushing on them. Uh-huh. It will help because you, you're you tight. I wonder why. You're, well, we're all comedians. Yeah. We're all trying to do something. We're all up at weird hours of the day. I know. I feel like this is taking such a toll on my body. I do too. It's so, and it's like I don't have time to exercise really anymore. Uh-huh. And then I'm out late eating shitty food and drinking beer. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. And then I'm like, wonder why I'm breaking out and have like a chest hair. It's like, well, that's probably why. <laughs> yes, the breaking out. I'm like, I'm 37. Like, I should what? be way past pimples. I got a zit on my thigh um, recently. Oh, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Currently. I had one on my neck. Oh, and I'm like, who gets pimples on their neck? I've never had one there. And my sister-in-law was making fun of me. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, it looks like the bolt out of Frankenstein's <laughs> oh neck. God. And then the next day she called me and she's like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, love you too. She's like, I have a pimple on my neck. And I'm That's like, oh, called karma. Twins. <laughs> Twinsies. Why, as people, do we not get zits on, like, the bottom of our feet? Why is it our face? our next i honestly think it's just the way our pores are on our feet i'm just saying like what if we could all just transfer our zits to our feet and no one would see it yeah no kidding and we could move on have you used those like um those korean acne patch things no oh my god it's life-changing um they're these little like i don't even know what sort of wizardry is in them but they're literally four dollars on amazon for like a whole pack and they're these little like clear um like spot patches and you just put it directly on a zit and it just like sucks the life out of it 
Ooh. It's it, they work so well. I, it's like honestly now I kind of get excited when I have sex. I'm like I get to use the patches. Okay, you need you have my phone number. Yeah, I will send it to you. Uh, yes, please do. Literally, because like, Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. shipping. Thank you very much. It's life changing. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And then my kids, like Brody, the other two, they're too old. They don't love me anymore. Oh, no. But Brody's still my baby. But the pendulum will swing back on our oh, teenagers. God, I hope so. But um, he grabs my face and he touches my face a oh, lot. I'm like, dude, don't touch my face. <laughs> like, you don't understand. I'm like, what are you doing? No, but it is hard. It's because, you know, I know you work too. I don't know what you're out. What do you work? What are your hours of working? Um, I have like a 40 hour work week, so I usually will do like a nine to six, sometimes I'll eight to five it if I'm, if I need to leave early. Um, but yeah, I work, work all day. Right. And then you go out and do you live in Hollywood? Like, are you close to the open mic? Yeah. I live in WeHost. I actually live like, I live like in between the, no, not, but that's not correct. I live really close to the comedy store. Okay. Like the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The location is, is truly wonderful. Um, cause I used to live on the West side and it was just like. There's not a lot over there. And if I wanted to get to Hollywood, it was like, well, you better leave at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. and get through traffic. So it's been really nice. It took me 45 minutes to get here. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Where do you live? I live in Santa Clarita. Where is that? Uh, Magic Mountain. Oh, you live far. Yeah. Normally, like, on Wednesday nights. So Wednesday nights are hard because I get off work at 8 o'clock at night. Oh, man. I massage till 8. Go home. Kiss the kids. Kiss John. Get dressed try and fix my makeup i don't know there's a couple times i went to comedy channel and i looked like a psycho i've been there don't worry and then drive and it normally wednesday night though it takes me 26 minutes to get from my place to park but in the parking garage Mm -hmm. and then i do that and then i get home at like three she is and then i take the kids to school i wake up at 6 45 how the fuck are you doing that I don't know. And I'm old. I'm not young like you guys are. Like, you guys, even with all these, I feel like this old lady, they're like, oh, we're drinking. I'm like, if I drink, <laughs> I, will collapse. I would fall asleep and you yeah. would just have to call the ambulance. Damn. I can't believe you're, I don't know how you're doing it. I feel like I'm barely hanging in there and I don't have a family and anything like that. It's and wild. It's hard. Like, there's yeah. been a couple times, like, you can ask Emily. I'm like, I, I have to quit. I have to be done. I'm exhausted. Yeah. My body hurts. I think I worked out four times in July. Hey, that's a lot, honestly. Oh, not really. I do feel like there's some, it's not the worst thing to just take that like week off when you really are like, I'm gonna faint. Mm-hmm. I collapse. Didn't, yeah, I didn't go last Wednesday. Yeah. And, and all it was, we're going to, we're taking the kids to Vegas, not this weekend, but next weekend mm-hmm. or next, next, I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. But, um, I was I'm taking like the weekend off and those are my big money making days. Oh. So I had a guy, he was my seven to eight, and he's like, Hey, if you do a ninety minute massage, I'll give you a fifty dollar tip. Oh yes, please. And I'm like, damn it, alright. Yeah. <sighs> How much will you give me for a hand job? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the rate? Right? Tell me, no tell idea. me all the secrets of this world. Oh my god. I wouldn't even know like my very first time I got on stage, I it was five dollars. Ha Ha Comedy Club, mm-hmm. and I basically talked about hand jobs mm-hmm. and how I've never given one, and it's because I wouldn't even know where to start. Like well, the shaft, I think. <laughs> the shaft. That's what there they tell go. me. I don't know. I'm not good at that. But I'm thinking, like, what happens if I like start giving them a hand job and then they don't come, and I've got a patient. Like <laughs> you're like I'm a hand job. Like I'm booked two weeks in advance. <laughs> like I have to in five minutes early to get the yeah. bed ready. <laughs> 
Or what happens if they like go like right when I touch it? Like, do I just like flip them back over and like wipe it off on their back? I think so. I have no idea. So that was my very first time doing comedy. It was That's all so about hand jobs. What made you start doing comedy? I've always, okay, I'm extremely shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm extremely anxiety ridden. But when I see a microphone, I want to hold it. Mm-hmm. Not really sure why. Like I did this high school graduation speech and I did a couple speeches. I did um, public speaking in, in college mm-hmm. and I just loved it. And then John and I, for our date nights, we just started going to the comedy store. Oh, cool. And I'm like, and I kept figuring out the punchlines. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, cause I'm a writer too. Right. And I was like, you know what? I can write jokes. Yeah. And then for my 32nd birthday, John was like, come on, let's go do an open mic. And he found the haha, and I did it. Oh, my and God. I didn't do it for two years after that. Really? Uh-huh. Did it not go well? Or you just really? Like- no, it went well. I just didn't know what to do with it after mm-hmm. that. And then um, I had a guy. He's actually my very first professional massage, and his name's Derek oh, yeah. Mears. Oh, that's my elbow, by the way. No, that feels so good. But, like, what is going on in my body? <laughs> And um, we were, mas- I was massaging him, and he was like, Joy, you're funny, because this is what I do when I massage. Uh-huh. I just talk, and me and the patients just go back and forth. And he got me in touch with Tom Clark, and I just started doing Tom Clark stand-up comedy, and I did his class number one and class two. I did two showcases. Cool. And then still, I really didn't do anything, mm-hmm. and I applied for the World's Wittiest Woman Contest at Flappers. Oh, that's fun. I didn't know that was a thing. It is. Crystal runs it, and she's amazing. I heard she was leaving. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I love her. I she know. She's so me. nice. And she's know. funny. She is. I don't know why she likes me, but she does. And um, I got second in my night. Hell yeah. And then, I mean, I just get booked at Flappers or yeah. somewhere else. And I was doing, like, maybe a show once every month or two. Uh-huh. And then um, this year, John was like, I'm making your New Year's resolution. And I was like, you call me fat. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and he's like, no, you need to either start doing open mics or you need to stop. He's yeah. just once, you know, six times a year is not going to do anything. Right, but you don't have ass, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I was like, okay, and then that's when I started doing comedy chow. That's awesome. And it's it's so hard, but I also understand I had to pay my dues. Yeah, well, he sounds also, so it's nice that you have that support. Yes, sometimes, except when you get off stage and you think you did really well, and he's like, oh, I like it when you did the joke this way. Mm. <laughs> you could <Okay>. die, you know. <laughs> Where's that fork? <laughs> now, what about you? Like, when did you start comedy? What made you get into comedy? Um, I, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. No, no. That's your trap. What is wrong with me? It's tight. It's this side, too. I'm gonna need to get this side. Interesting. Maybe it's because I put my monitor on that side. Maybe I should uh, rearrange things. Oh my god. Uh, oh. Yeah, I thought about it for a while, but I'm kind of the same as you. Like, I'm pretty shy. I'm not, like, I was... I think in my mind, because I was never, like, a theater kid or an improv person, I was like, I can't do that. And I got, like, like, I took one public speaking class in college, which was, like, known as, like, the athlete easy A class, and I got a B. I was like, they said, you talk way too fast, and we basically, like, hated me. I was like, okay, cool. So I just was like, wow, I could never do it, even though I, like, you know, it just didn't seem like something I would do. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was working, and I was, like, hating it so much, and I was just sort of like, I don't know... I have no passions. All I do is go to this job that I hate, and I sit at a desk 
and I hate it and everyone sucks and then I leave and as far as I know like I could leave this job and get hit by a bus and die and like what did I just spend the last two years of my life doing you know like yeah. it was like fuck this is so shitty so then I just started like doing a bunch of different things kind of trying to like figure out what I wanted to do and like stand-up was always one of those things that was in my mind but again I was like no I can't you can't do that and then um where I was working at the time they gave everybody like a few hundred dollars they called it like a learning allowance so basically like if you found a class that um would help you with your professional development goals they would pay for it up to a certain amount okay so one of my goals had been i want to improve public speaking and like improve my confidence in the workplace and like i mean it was all like kind of bs like you just have to give them goals and then at the end of the year like basically be like look i did these goals give me a raise right but that was right but that was a goal that was you know in paper or whatever on writing in writing on paper i can't speak but so i found that a stand-up class and i kind of heard like don't take a class but then i was like well let's just see if like i can get it paid for so i took it to my manager and i was like oh yeah i feel like this class would be like a really uh kind of unique way to work on my public speaking goal and help with my confidence like you know in a fun and different way than maybe other people would do and like I was just bullshitting her again <laughs> love it and she was just like I love that idea yes so they paid for a class so I was like well fuck it you're doing it now and where was that was this at, that out here yeah it was um called like LA stand-ups it was honestly I just picked it because it was close to my office at the time okay but it was actually really fun I really liked the teacher I met a couple really cool people from it that we're still that I'm still in touch with and the first show was at the improv so I got like good tape out of it and you know five minutes in front of an audience it was nice that's how yeah my um showcases were both at the improv oh cool and it was super awesome yeah I honestly think I'm glad I did that instead of just doing like a shitty you know mic because I feel like that would have thrown me uh-huh because I would have been like oh that was awful but this like it was all very prepared and you know it was your friends and other people's friends so everyone was very supportive and then I did my first open mic after that and I ate shit terribly but I'd had that first wind Right, you um, get that laugh, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's what I want again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm glad that I did it, and it was a good it was a good experience overall. How long ago was that? Uh, June 25th, 2017. Nice. Yeah. So you just hit your one year. I did, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I was, oh. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and I totally stalked your Instagram, and you're getting a bunch of like shows so good for you honestly I feel like it's so much of it is like this perception so I've just been trying to like post a lot and look really busy yeah but it works because then people be like hey are you free and I'm like oh maybe I'll see but I'm like yeah, I'm very free please book me I'm desperate you're like I'm so free <laughs> any sort of station would be great yeah um and honestly like I'll say it I'm pretty thirsty I reach out to a lot of people and shows and oh see I'm yeah. this I'm very very thirsty but I'm also like you're fat so you don't need anything so calm down oh my god and I'm like I cannot ask people and think. Yeah, it's definitely a not, it's not my favorite thing, but I feel like I did it once and it worked. Okay. And then I just kind of like rode the wave. Okay. And it's a, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, no response or sorry, you know, not right now. It's um, rough though. It is. And same with the podcast. And I mean, I know this is a good idea and it's a free massage too, but just asking people a th- I make Emily do a lot. I really, really? do. Really? Are oh, people yeah. not asking you? I was like worried that you were going to be like, no, I don't have time for you. <laughs> it's like, I really want to do this. No, you had me at, you know, I work with podcasts. I was like, huh? That's how I got you. What if I was totally lying and I just really wanted a free massage? Then be. fuck yeah, good luck. <laughs> like, then you know your market. Right. Like, you could just go around and be like, you know, um, at a bar, you know, I work with this whiskey dealer. Right. Just, I just lie to everybody. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Did you know I actually own the comedy store? You should book me on your shows. Thank you. Yeah. Did you know?
know I'm Mitzi's illegitimate yeah, daughter. Did you know that? I, I own every comedy club in the country, so you should all book me. Cool. Um, <laughs> who's like your dream guest to massage? Yeah, ooh, that's a good question. Look at you being the interviewee. I'm just um, Besides me again, because I really course. need work on these shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You, they're almost go, they're going down. Thank you. But your back is like bright red. It's that's gorgeous. fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not. Fuck it up. You're like a. Yeah, I've done <laughs> like this Like you need blood flow. It's good. <laughs> like my dream. Oh, uh, you know what? I've had so many people say yes that I like feel like I've already hit most of my dreams. That's so cool. Like I know, like Bert Kreischer is gonna do it. Oh hell yeah! Uh, it has Maz Jabrani at the end of this month. Oh, that's cool. The nicest guy He's in so the world. Funny. Um, the one that I don't think I'm going to be able to do, but he said yes, and this is so silly, and I talk about him every podcast, this guy is going to get a restraining order on me and his <laughs> wife, and totally understand, I'll even spell my middle name for you guys, um, Rick Ingram. Oh, really? Oh, my God. He, he's the one that when we wa- I watched him do comedy, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. His crowd work. Yeah. Like, I remember going home and, like, just the whole drive home telling John, like, I want to do the crowd work. Like, because mm-hmm. I love the witty, fast responses. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, just anyone. And it's weird because, like, I just want him to be a good interview. Yeah. And I actually have changed a lot because in the beginning, it's just a brand new podcast. So it was kind of generic. It was very like, um, how did you start comedy? How mm-hmm. did you get in the comedy store? And when I started editing them, I mean, most of everything's pretty organic. I don't take anything out. I yeah. just like tighten it up a little. Yeah. And um, a lot of the things had been covered already at like the Comedy Store podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a unique idea. Let's try and make this unique interview. Right. So that's like I had Brian Moses on last week. And um, I just started asking him, like, same with you, like, how do you relax? Oh, okay. And then, like, I'm going to ask you, like, what was your favorite vacation? Okay. And, um, you know, and what's the funniest thing that's ever happened on vacation? So just get to know you outside. And then what I'm hoping to do is, like, get into what's your favorite story of when you were young that when you and your family get together and you're like, oh, my God, do you remember when? Mm -hmm. And, like, your whole family is just dying of laughter. Like, those stories. The funny stories, but just life but not like what was your worst bone exactly I oh, but that. i also do like um, i mean you can definitely ask me oh favorite heckler favorite heckler have you ever had a heckler not really honestly i um i had one guy at a bar once that was just drunk and like kind of made it like oh, i want to fuck you later but it wasn't really i just sort of was like okay i wouldn't fuck you and then that was it right but um have you had a heckler oh yeah really i've had and they've all been extremely drunk older uh, white women really yes Ugh, gross and it's i don't know and they're like I, it's just i want to be a part of this show and i'm like i don't want my you. favorite it's, it's not a conversation like this is not participatory please stop <laughs> yes like i know this looks like it's coming off the top of my head exactly i've done this in my mirror fifty thousand exactly. times do you ever listen to the podcast called let's talk about sets no they i think you would really like they have an episode on hecklers and it was really interesting, and it kind of, like, they talked about the different kinds and, like, how to shut them down. And now I'm almost like, someone heckle me because I'm fucking ready. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to have to remember that. Okay. Yeah, because it is, like, yeah, talking about, like, how some people really just think that, like, they're funny and they want to be part of it. And it's just, like, went into, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
what is that? I feel like in the movie Alien, and there's like an alien in my shoulders. <laughs> if it pops out, I'm charging you. That's fine. Like this is. I won't blame you. <laughs> I mean, like, uh-uh. This is my Venmo. Oh god. Like... <laughs> Maybe all these Thai massages I was getting weren't working. It was just some lady walking on my back doing nothing. So I haven't had a massage since I was pregnant with Brody. Really? And he's going into second grade. Uh huh. Um, but my friend, it was my birthday last month, and she bought me a Thai massage, and I'm so excited. Where is it? It's uh, it's somewhere where I live, like on okay. Lions Avenue. And um, she's like, she's going to walk on your back, and I'm all, yeah. oh, this sounds amazing. Do you feel like when you get massages, you're like critiquing it because you're like, I know how to do this myself? No, um, it's just... I don't know. I think, you know, like you, I'm very, very busy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to give you an hour of my time, it needs to be worth it. Because mm-hmm. also, um, you're taking an hour away from my kids. and right. So it needs to be worth it. And if you're not going to hurt me and make me feel better, uh-huh. I feel like you just rub lotion on me and yeah, I don't need that. I hate that. That's what I like about the Thai ones that I would get. Is that they really fuck you up. Like, you leave bruised. Exactly. It's like, yes. Oh. There was a guy when I was in massage school and I would always be like you can rub me like <laughs> as hard as yeah, you want like please. go to town and he would he had fantastic hands I don't think he ever went any I honestly think he just wanted to touch naked girls and then he hey, was I mean, stuck with like this <laughs> fat obese lady I'm like touch me he's like fuck all right I'm sure he loved it no, uh, he also was the one, um, my sheet was hanging down off the bed, uh-huh. and when you were in massage school, you'd get completely naked, whatever, no big deal, because yeah. you're on the sheet, and he walked by, and he tripped on my sheet, oh, no. <laughs> and it was like, it was like a magician who takes the thing out from the table, and I'm all completely naked, Hello. aren't I? He's all like, yep. I'm all, can we put the sheet back on me? And he's like, yep. That sounds like the beginning of a really great porno. Just right. some guy like, oh, sorry, I'm slipping. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. And then you just fuck on the table. Just wow. jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're rich now. That's where my mind is going. <laughs> Your mind goes to porn. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh. Now, where, okay, let's just get in. Where is your, where is your favorite vacation? Like maybe when you were little. Um. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. No. One. Keep going. Um. We went on a family trip to Portugal one year, and it was just lovely. Aww. Yeah. We. It was like my family's absolutely batshit crazy. Um. How many are there? Well, it's weird. So both my parents are foreign. I was the first person born here out of my family, which is like how I got into college. Foreign as in where from? My dad is born and raised in Argentina and my mom is born and raised in England. Okay. So they both came here separately when they were like in their mid twenties. Um, when they find each other on Immigrants R Us? No. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if that Tinder for immigrants existed back then. No, they actually, my dad's secretary i think was friends with my mom or introduced them somehow like what so what a homie also like right you go girl my friends don't set me up with people they're like oh go fuck yourself i'm like thanks i'm a really good wing woman if you ever oh need please anything. yeah i literally my friend side note my friend's boyfriend has this hot friend i was like oh can you set it up she's like i don't really know him that well i was like okay well can you set it up like i don't understand what's the problem here right you're like i'm gonna get to know him you are right like, have that's a dick. fine yeah like you have a dick on call yeah like, i would like one of those now well, can you be a good friend um but no so we went to <laughs> we always go on a family vacation each year and so there's just the four of us um but we went to portugal and we rented a car which had a lot of funny stories associated with it because like just any, when anything happens in my family it, i think it's funnier because both my parents have accents and then it's just me and my brother being like what the fuck are you saying like <laughs> do you understand anything so that's always fun. Um, but we rented this car and like it had this GPS that like 
it just had one of those like the, by the end of the trip we were so sick of this like cunty robot telling us what to do <laughs> and like my dad like there's a lot of roundabouts in Portugal and my dad for some reason like could not fucking get his mind around it so every exit we would miss and it would be the three of us just yelling get off now and then he would just miss it, we were, it was infuriating I'm like my dad is a smart man he's a doctor like why can't you figure out how to exit a roundabout <laughs> look kids big Ben. yeah it was, oh, my, it was I don't know so if you've so ever seen that movie what movie um <laughs> National Lampoon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When it was like that. Yeah. Every vacation we go on is like, it's <laughs> it's literally that. But it was really fun, and we went to a bunch of different cities with this car, and, like, in one of the cities, like, it broke down, and these, like, really nice cops um, helped us fix it. They were so, everyone there was so friendly. Like, at the, at the end, my dad was literally like, every time you're in San Diego, you just stay at our house. And then he was like, I don't usually say that to people. What was I thinking? <laughs> but they were, it was, it was so nice. But then the last week, I think or so, we stayed in this, um villa house place like in the middle of that absolute fucking nowhere honestly also one of those places where like we could have all been slaughtered and no one would know i was gonna say did the at&t guys show up okay too soon but um (laughs) he could have but like no service like in the middle of nowhere and there was a pool and it was just so nice and then my mom has a i think a cousin i don't know my family everyone is just a cousin i don't actually Uh know how anyone's related yeah but cousin who i think is in like witness protection but he used to live in england and now lives in portugal as part of i believe his exile um i probably might probably not say that but that's okay we can cut that out or not okay no i don't know we're not gonna cut it out but (laughs) anyway so this guy lives there so we met him and i I hadn't met him before so he stayed with us a couple times or a couple nights and then my mom's sister met us out there so it was just nice um the food there was really good like that i don't i don't think when i thought portugal i thought oh good food Uh uh-huh um but it was just great it was, it was really nice. Do you eat food? Because you're like... I do. <laughs> so small. I eat a oh, disgusting amount. Oh, and I, I it's I know. You. It's annoying. It's going to hit me. Oh, I hope it's so. It's going to catch up. I also think I'm probably rotting on the inside. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? I just, yeah. Ups. That's what we do, right? Exactly. But yeah, both my parents were like, it'll hit you when you're like 50. That's when it hit us. I was like, okay, cool. So I got a few more years. Few. Okay, then, how old are you? You don't have to say me. I'm, I'm 25. Oh, you're so little. Emma, I think you. I feel old now. <laughs> I just turned 37. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you were younger. Oh, I love you. You're welcome. But I also <laughs> have my thumb in you, so... I mean, not well, in you, you, but... Yeah. Um, mm, that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a really hard time telling people's ages, I've realized. I think especially in stand-up, I can't really tell. I think everyone is, like, 27. I would do that. I'd stay 27. Yeah, it's just, you're all 27, right? But I felt like this was the first birthday where I no longer felt like I'm just, like, this fun and flirty girl like I used to. I'm like, oh, I'm an adult now. <laughs> Which is not true. I'm a child. I know nothing, but... Yeah, I'm still a child. Yeah. I'm married to a 45-year-old man who <laughs> is still a child. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like really... I mean, my parents have said this too. They're like, you never really feel old. You just start to deteriorate. You know what? It's it's all in your brain. Mm-hmm. Because I have a 73-year-old lady who I massage. Uh-huh. She drives a convertible. Oh, hell yeah. She's insane. She's I love her to death. I've been massaging her 11 years. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit nutty. Well, you know. Love you, Judy. And um, she acts super young. And I love it. That's just how she is. That's how I want to be. I just want to be like one of those old ladies that's just fucking crushing it, goes out dancing. That's how I want to be too. I also want to be one of those old ladies though that don't give a fuck. And oh, I'm just, so excited. Oh, my oh God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, because I still, like, when I get on stage, I feel like I haven't found found my voice yet on mm-hmm. stage because I'm still 
I, I need to be like this, where I'm just talking and yeah. But the anxiety creeps up on me oh, still. Oh, totally. It's I mean, it's fucking terrifying. And I mean, because like I see my friends like Alice Rose, and she freaking gets on stage, and she's just so comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's where I need to be. Because I can write. I can make right. things funny. I just need that comp- that stage presence. I know I need to get there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that'll come in time. That's how, I mean, that's how I feel as well. It's like, I really am still so nervous. But I, And it's like, that just does come with time. And I think both of us, like, we'll get there. No, oh, I hope so. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Well, you know, It'll be fine. Or I'll die. No, like, no, no. One of those things are going to happen. You're popping. You're moving. Oh, good. Like, I got your spine to crack a little, so we're good. good. So you just have, it's just you and your brother? Yeah. Are you oldest? Yeah, uh, my brother is, like, three years younger than me. Okay. So that's cool. What does he do? Is he... He is studying computer science. He's smart. He has to do a fifth year of school, but then he'll graduate. And I actually think once he graduates, we're going to do another family trip, because we haven't in a while. Um, But it's funny, because growing up, my brother was, like, the ham, and I was, like, so shy. And my parents would be like, oh, Alec is the next coming of Seinfeld. He's so funny, blah, blah, blah. And now he's, like, doing all this engineering stuff. And I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah, but also, I mean, my brother's hilarious. I feel like he would be great in the comedy world if he gives up his engineering life. But we'll see. Now, your dad's a doctor. What kind of doctor? Mm-hmm. He's a psychiatrist. Oh, that's right. I remember that on Kill Tony. Yeah. And mom stays at home? Yes. Nice. I know. I'm like, good job, mom. I'm proud of you. Now, do you have any of those stories, like when you and your brother were little, that you like you guys talk about, and you're like, do you remember when? Oh man, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you looking for funny, weird, sad? Whatever you want to give me. Um, I just feel like everything was weird in my family again because I think just having foreign parents, they just don't get a lot of things. Okay. So we just just certain things that I would see like friends doing that we didn't do or like we would do things and then looking back my brother and I were like that was pretty fucking weird like (laughs) but we one like fun thing we would do every summer is we live on like a kind of a steep hill like our driveway is like a steep hill so my mom bought this giant blue tarp from like a home depot and she would just put the hose on it and a little bit of olive oil and we would just slide down it onto our concrete driveway hell yeah it was the most fun (laughs) like my friends were like, no, we went to, like, the water park. Like, real people. <laughs> I just did this, like, kind of makeshift thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just weird. I'm trying to think of other ones. Were you and your brother close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to play a lot of video games together, a lot of DDR in my house. Okay. We would also sometimes, like, put on really big t-shirts and, like, put pillows in it and then just, like, I guess sumo wrestle, which I think was just my mom's way of, like, being, like, distract yourselves and please get a head injury so you can stop and like, leave me alone. <laughs> your house sounds like leave it to beaver yeah, modern it day. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Like, there was a lot of screaming in my house. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I'm six years, six years, three days older than my baby brother. Oh, wow. So he's more, I've raised him more than he was my brother brother. Uh-huh. And my parents own their own business, so oh, cool. we were home alone a lot. Uh-huh. And yeah, like he has this, he has this crazy temper. And like anytime he'd lose his temper, I would, <laughs> I'd throw him in the shower, <laughs> turn on the cold water. That's what my mom did to me. <laughs> oh my god! I thought this was some sort of like weird Argentine grandma secret, but this was the way my whole my entire family was disciplined with the cold shower method. I can't believe that you do that. <laughs> I did, and then I would sing Patsy Cline's "Crazy" to him. Stop! Did you do that to your kids too? The cold shower? I've never done that with my kids. Really? Damn it! I should though. No, every time I would have a tantrum, I would be put in the cold shower, like clothes and everything, just dumped in the shower, uh-huh. and then I would come out of it, and I'd be like, "That was oh, why was I yelling?" Right? Like, that what? was weird. But the greatest part about it is Adam 
like there was times he would have his mind was just so gone with his little temper tantrum uh -huh. that he would be screaming and pounding on that we had an enclosed shower and so instead of turning off the water the water would be running and he'd just be banging on the door <laughs> it's like just turn it off and i would be belting out patsy climb crazy that's so funny no idea why hey why not <laughs> and now he's you know a fairly <laughs> he's well adjusted civilized person yes <laughs> somewhat fairly adjusted in this world we'll see he's 31 now so <laughs> that's so funny my favorite well this is embarrassing that i'm gonna admit it but whatever um i don't remember this game at all but when I was in kindergarten, you know, I went to like a private school for elementary school. So it's oh like, my God. You it's like beaver. Uh -huh. yeah, but you have to like interview, which is so fucking stupid. But I was at this like fucking interview for being a five-year-old trying to go to school. And they asked me, what do you like to do with like, what do you and your brother like to do for fun? Like, do you play games? And I was like, yeah, we play the game called suffocate the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what that game was. Neither does my brother, but apparently we played it a lot. So that was cool. Did you get in? Oh, yeah, I did. Did CPS, like, no. let her in so we can keep up? That's the shocking her. thing. Like, how the fuck did I get into that school? I'm a little psychopath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my two and at this day, my brother and I are still like, what was that game that we would it's apparently play? Game Explain it. Game. My parents said they both were just in that moment, like, I could kill you. <laughs> You're ruining this. <laughs> but yeah. They do that. Like, yeah. I have a joke. Well, I've never actually done this joke on stage, but... I say it to like my patients and stuff, and I'm like, one of the most confusing things is explaining to your preschooler what you do for a living, mm -hmm. you know? And what's even more confusing than that is when your preschooler explains to his preschool teacher what you do for a living. <laughs> because Miss Debbie called me and she's like, so Joy, I'm like, uh-huh. Brody's telling everyone that you make people get naked. Oh my God. <laughs> and you rub them with lotion. <laughs> And they make really funny noises. That's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> so am I You're like, it's to not the... false. Right. I'm like, correct. And I'm like, so am I invited to the next career day? Is that what's happening right now? That's so funny. I tell the dads to bring all ones. Yep. Fives are <laughs> Let's go. As well. <laughs> oh, kids. Oh, God, I love them. I think. Yeah, That's what they I told know. me. I'm not there yet. They Do just... you want kids? Honestly, like, I don't know. I don't blame you. I don't, like, I don't not want kids but also i have friends that like they fucking want kids and they know and that's like what their purpose is and i don't feel that at all and that's you know what though that's very mature and it's very good that you realize that because yeah. some people just feel like oh i have to have kids right and some people shouldn't yeah i also like i've never really been in a serious relationship and i'm not in one currently so i don't know if like later in life when i am in that and it's like we're older if I'll be like, oh, yeah, this does feel right. We right. should procreate. But right now, I'm just like, ew. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Away. But it is weird because I know my mom was one of those people that, like, from since she was a kid, like, all she wanted was to be a mom and have kids. And I'm like, I don't have that feeling in the slightest. Do you think that's because she's foreign and that's... Like, I don't know. I think, like... Or it's just some people really want it, though. Yeah, and I just, like, I don't have that, like, mothery. Like, I see kids in public and I'm, like ew don't talk to me uh -huh. whereas like i have friends that are like just want to touch every baby that they walk by and think kids are the cutest and like work at summer camps and i'm just like ew, ew. can you not well see i <laughs> wasn't supposed to be able to have kids oh really so um 
I, well, one, when I was 19, I flipped a car and the seatbelt dug into, like, I have a lot of scar tissue where my uterus is. Oh, my God. And then I also dated this peach of a guy. Oh, aren't they all? And he liked to hit and kick me. Oh, no. But he did it where, you know. Under my shirt, so right. you know the bruises. Oh fuck hidden. that guy! What's he? I hope he's dead. No, he's still alive, but he's dead. And um, so in breaking faith, surviving faith, and becoming faith, shameless plug of my romance <laughs> books right now. Um, he is the bad guy, and I do kill him. Oh good. So fuck I got that to, guy. Yeah, totally got to kill him. But um, so when I went in, they were like, Joy, there's so much scar tissue mm -hmm. that your uterus is inhabitable. What? And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and uh -huh. I found out when I was like 21. Okay. Came to terms with it, super fine. Had um, you wanted kids, or were you sort of like it? No, not really. Well, I knew I didn't want kids with him. Right. And he was my only relationship at that time. And then when I left him, <laughs> I started dating a DJ at a strip club. Nice. Knew I didn't want kids with him yep. either. Fair. He was just. He told me I was pretty, and he told me I didn't deserve to have bruises on my body. And I was like, oh, okay. Which no one does. No, you do not. I agree. Yeah. And, but he was also extremely ugly. Mm. He had, like, this really, really wandering eye. Oh, no. No, no, no. And I was like, okay, well, he's ugly. He's not going to cheat on me. Um, surprise, he did. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. But, I mean, I think I'm the only one who was surprised he cheated on me because he was a DJ at a strip club. Yeah, that, you know, when you put it like that, yeah. like, what can you expect? But I'm also, like, the goody-goody good girl. Like, I've never done drugs. I rarely drink. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was at the strip club, I was seriously doing my chemistry homework in the DJ booth. <laughs> Oh my god. What, what an image I have right now. <laughs> right? He'd be like, oh, next is toy. And I'd be like, uh, excuse me, what? I got work to do. Please be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shh. Turn down the music. <laughs> I'm trying to study yeah, here. Respect my space. And um, so I was like, I didn't know I didn't want to have kids with him. And then he cheated on me. And I finally came back with my tail mm -hmm. tucked between my leg to California. I mm -hmm. moved to Texas for that other guy. Okay. And um, then I got with John. And then John was going through this disgusting divorce and custody hearing with his evil devil of an ex-wife. And I, he was like, I don't want kids. And I'm like, I don't blame you. Like, mm -hmm. this divorce, this custody battle, it's ugly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm on birth control because I have really bad cramps yeah. and I can't have kids, so we're good. Right, we're telling Like, let's have sex like rabbits. Of course. And we did. And then I thought I had ulcers. No way. Because I used to have, I had ulcers, obviously, when I left with my ex. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the doctor, and she was like, um, how, are you pregnant? And I go, no. And she's like, how sure? And I'm all 99.999%. And she's like, okay, well, we're going to do a pregnancy test before uh -huh. we x-ray you. And I'm like, whatever, it's your copay. Uh -huh. And um, I went to the x-ray technician and got completely undressed, mm -hmm. was walking behind her, and I'm like, so I guess the test came out negative, ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what test? And I'm like, oh, they made me take a pregnancy test. And she's like, oh, I don't have those results, hold on. And I'm like, seriously, it's, uh -huh. it's negative. Right. And I didn't even put my bra back on. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just gonna get naked. And wrestling these puppies, it's pain in the ass. <laughs> so she came and she's like, um, you're not getting x-rayed today. No way. And I'm like, is the x-ray machine broken? Uh -huh. And she's like, no, you need to go talk to your doctor. Oh my God. So I walk up the stairs and I'm like, no, no, uh -huh. no. And then the doctor goes, come in, close the door and sit down. And I'm like, no, uh -huh. bad things happen when you sit down in the doctor's office. Right. And she goes, I know you weren't expecting this, and um, but you're pregnant. Wow. And I go, fuck you. <laughs> he said, fuck you. <laughs> and she goes, excuse me? And I go, what did 
like, you're pregnant. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And she's like, I just faxed for all your medical records. We need to get you in. We uh-huh. have to do tests immediately. Oh, my God. Because you're not supposed to be able to get pregnant. Right. And you're high priority and blah, 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 blah. And so that was how Caleb came about. Wow. How long had you been dating? Um, I was with John a year. Okay, so it wasn't like, hey, nice to meet you, by the way. And I've also, I've known John my whole life. Mm-hmm. So his mom's my godmother, my oh, mom's cool. his godmother. Okay. Um, but he, I felt bad because yeah. he didn't want kids. And then, but like I told him and he was like, well, you're going to take care of it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but not in the way you are thinking. I'm like, I'm 24 years old. Mm-hmm. They told me I could never get pregnant and yeah. I did. I can't. You have to. I have to. Yeah. I'm all, but you're fine. Like, if you don't want to be apart, that's fine. Like, uh-huh. I'm a big girl. Right. I can do it by myself. And then finally, he's like, okay, whatever, I'll stay. And then, yeah. Wow. It was crazy. That's so, that's so wild. Yeah. So I didn't, I was to terms that I wasn't going to have kids. Yeah. And I was perfectly fine with it. And I feel bad, like, because I leave, like, tonight, Brody hid my purse because he didn't want me to go. And, you know, that mom guilt is strong. So, I don't know. I feel very selfish when I go to open mics and stuff because I'm like, oh, I should be home with my kids. But at the same time, it's like, don't you want your kids to see that you're pursuing something that you feel passionate about and... I do, and I want them to see that they just keep going. Exactly. So I've published, you know, six books, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, look, you can do whatever you want. Right. Except drugs. Right. (laughs) Because you got to don't do drugs. (laughs) If you're listening, don't do drugs. It's fun. Oh, my God. So I signed up Caleb up my middle for junior high the other day. Oh, my baby. And um, we were walking by all these clubs. Mm Mm-hmm. And this one little girl's like, it's the Say No to J- to Drugs Club. Okay. And I go, Caleb, you want to sign up for Say No to Drugs? And he's like, yeah, I should. And I go, you don't want to keep your options open? You're going to say no now? <laughs> I go, this is when you decide if you're going to do drugs or not. And he looked at me and he's like, you know what? Maybe I should keep my options open. <laughs> and this little girl's, her eyes gets huge. And we're walking away, and Caleb's all, oh, my God, did you see her eyes, Mom? <laughs> and I'm all, that was hilarious, but don't do drugs. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 that's funny, but no. He's like, I know. <laughs> Sounds like a cool club to be in. Right. Say no to drugs. Maybe it's virgin club. Right. right. Actually, they're middle school. I hope they're all virgins. That was a gross group. <laughs> Sorry, I massaged a lady uh, uh, today, and her daughter's, you know, breaking into her little sexuality and like mm-hmm. flirting with boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "But my daughter's the same age I was, and when I lost my virginity, mm-hmm. I'm all, she's 14." <gasps> and she's like, "I know." I'm all, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! She's like, "How old are you?" I go, "18." And I had a ten dollar ring on my finger because he proposed to me. Uh-huh. And I was, I was that girl then. I don't want to have sex until I'm married. Right, so, right, right, right. Dumb. And um, and. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, you are an old lady. I'm like, no kidding, 14. Yeah, what? <gasps> I didn't even see a dick till I was like 16. I don't remember the first time. Yeah, it was probably 16, 17 the first time I saw a dick. Well, the first dick I saw was not what I wanted to see. It was a fucking guy in a parking lot <laughs> oh, whipping it out. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, this is what it is? Ew, like, that's fucking nasty. And then I was really turned off for a while because I was like, that's gross they are gross it was like also like homeless man penis being whipped around in my face ew it probably stunk too. it was not pleasant well i mean not that you were close enough to smell oh, it thank god i ran i was like oh man no 
But it's fun. I don't know. It's funny though. Like, and now like my 17 year old, I know he's having sex with his girlfriend. Mm. Well, at least it's in a relationship. But not, yeah. Right. I don't. Not a fan of her. Mm. She's not a fan of me either. They're so. children. That'll. It won't last. God, I hope so. Yeah. That's what Candace Thompson. She's like, they're gonna break up. I'm like, yeah. when? Like, can you see the future? I wouldn't worry. Would you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, he has like abandonment issues because of his mom mm -hmm. and so I'm afraid that he's just gonna glob onto the first girl which he did mm -hmm. so I, I'm also like you know there's other holes I'm like go yeah. go fill other holes just don't make don't do drama yeah <laughs> yeah don't do drugs that's the only good thing his mom did like mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure she's did a lot of drugs in front of him oh shit so he's very very anti-drug Okay, well, that's good. And I love it. And then, you know, I tell him, too. I'm like, well, I've never done them. I go, I'm just crazy. Like, there's mm -hmm. no point of trying to enhance any of what I've got going on. Have you smoked weed? No. Oh, wow. And it, I don't know. And then now I feel like I'm 37. So it's like, yeah, why? Yeah, I'm old. Oh, I should have done it when I was, like, in my teens and 20s. And that's how I feel about all other drugs. Because I've only smoked weed. Uh-huh. Which I don't even know if want to call that a drug but whatever right but yeah. yeah i'm like now i'm just like i have no interest in that like i'm good and john john pretty much did them all for us yeah then you're fine like he went to prom on mushrooms or acid one of them uh -huh. i don't know my husband he so i'm like you did them all like yeah. you're good like, john. i'm i don't need it okay it feels so good you needed this thank you i feel like i was not a very engaging interviewee because i'm just like no, you were amazing. Getting massage. Did you have a, Did you have other questions that you, uh, you mentioned? Not that I can think of. I mean, I was gonna stop it at forty-five. Oh, we, we can. No, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. No, you're fine. And we're an hour ten minutes in. This was the best thing of my life. Good. I'm glad. Okay, so I don't know when I'm going to post this because I'm kind of just mixing them all around. Yeah. So if you want to just plug social media. Oh, totally. We could do that. Absolutely. Give me whatever to post. And I'll whatever post. you want to do. Just say whatever your Twitter is. Oh, mine. Sorry, I thought you meant of this. I was like, yeah, I'll post of this. See how relaxed oh, is. Man. Boom. I'm not with it. Um, I'm on Instagram at Veronica K all day. And Twitter at Veronica K, which I'm, I'm trying to get a different username. So just, I just, I honestly, I Instagram all my tweets. So just go to Instagram. Ah, this feels so good. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much. You're Holy shit. Welcome. That was okay. amazing. All right, that was that episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please like, subscribe, anything, especially on iTunes. I really need to get my iTunes up. Um, follow me on social media. Email me if you have anything or any suggestions. Uh, JoyceHappyEndings.com, and have a great day.